1: What's up, players? This is the talk of champions,
2: franchise player. Always false player. Forever.
1: Welcome into Franchise Player, a site crossover podcast of the Old Miss Spirit and Inside the Rebels. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit, Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. Happy March 1st, man.
2: March Madness is here and it's windy outside. I went for a walk this morning before the sun came up and, um, uh, look at almost you. It blew over. Yeah. yeah it was no bad problem.
1: yesterday. I thought, I was thinking, what the hell is going on? Did I miss a tornado
2: warning? Uh, I think that's coming tonight and tomorrow. We've got bad weather coming into Oxford. Ah, uh, shit. But, you know, most of the time when they predict stuff for us, uh, I'm sure it's like this everywhere. We miss it.
1: Like Outcast said. You can plan a pretty picnic, but you can't predict the weather. I'm sorry, Ms. Jackson. It's well, March, man. It's March Madness. And for Madness at Ole Miss, it means basketball search and the wild craziness and the rumor-filled nonsense that's just filling the space as there's a dearth of real info out there. And then spring practice is March 20th. So it's going to be a busy month.
2: Right around the corner. I think it's the 21st, actually. Um, oh, well. Day. I, think, I think I think we go out first practice on a, on a Tuesday, which will be the 21st. But, yeah, right around the corner and the basketball craziness, we've got our own version of March Madness. And, yes. and honestly, it's just as exciting if you were playing as a 12 seed in the NCAA tournament. I mean, uh, you know, oh, it is now. It is. Who's going to lead this program? But David
1: Marshall and that basketball team that won 27 games was a 12 seed in the tournament and beat five seed Wisconsin in the first round, actually almost made it to the sweet 16. So I disagree there, but I get what you're saying. If you're like one of those final four in, this is just as entertaining.
2: I got a kiss from the prom queen one night as well. So, uh, Whoa, humble brag. And I will say this, okay? I've been told by a very loyal listener in a private message uh-oh. That uh, we have to clean our language up. Too many bad words in the last podcast. And maybe, maybe it was. Uh, honestly, Ben and I get to talking and we're talking just like we talk on the telephone.
1: I'm not going to apologize for the words we say. Look, man, well, we're I, adults I, I, here.
2: I, I, I'm going to try to clean it up a little bit. I agree. We're adults. It's a sports podcast. Um,
1: it's like we're hanging out in a bar. If we were hanging out in a bar and you heard us talk this way, you wouldn't say anything respectfully i don't care if you don't like the language cut it off we don't really cuss that much
2: yeah whatever the guy wrote this thing so eloquently
1: that's very sweet but that spring is sprung and hope springs eternal so i am not
2: gonna censor I like myself. I, I, I felt like an irish thug in a bar after i read it and oh uh, good grief so anyway i'm going to try to substitute the word crap um <laughs> frick and, and things like that. Uh moving. Well, that's
1: fine. That's fine. That's on your side. I haven't gotten any complaints on mine, so I'll just keep rolling along. And then Ben can just be the bad guy, the big cussing, red-headed moron. That's fine. There you go. What is the juiciest thing or the wildest thing you've heard so far? Uh, with less than a week, but almost a week, of basketball search under our belt.
2: Oh wow, that's a great question. Um, probably that. Penny Hardaway is secretly campaigning for this job. And, and, and I don't doubt that he is, but um, Penny, is, Penny is not going to get the Ole Miss job.
1: Definitively say that's not happening. It's done. Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm going to say it's not happening, yes.
1: Okay, that's juicy because Penny does want the job. You're absolutely right on that. We're both hearing the exact same thing there. He's one of the jobs since about, ooh, 2018, 2019. So yeah,
2: what a little while.
1: I do know. Chris Beard is definitely interested. Will Wade is definitely interested. Chris Holtman from Ohio State, there have been feelers put out on both sides that if there was ever a time, kind of uh, get in there and try to hire Chris Holtman, now is the time for obvious reasons, but also some family stuff as well. And then the juiciest thing I heard was Chris Mack, because I didn't believe that to be a real thing until a couple of days ago. Being truly vetted by Ole Miss was being considered by Ole Miss.
2: I'll say this with Dusty May. If Notre Dame is truly interested in Dusty May, Ole Miss is not going to get him. Um, And and, and the reason is that that's not a disparaging comment against Ole Miss, but look at the basketball programs. Um, You know, prestige, probably the same level. Notre Dame may may have a little bit of an edge. But in basketball – Oh, Notre Dame has
1: an edge. Notre Dame
2: has a tremendous edge but you know, Dusty May is from Indiana and, and somebody pointed out, yeah, but he's from Southern Indiana. Doesn't matter. What's that matter? <laughs> from, I mean, that's like saying a guy from Biloxi can't be a huge Ole Miss supporter.
1: Yeah. Are we forgetting that Matt Luke was head coach? And right. what are we doing here?
2: From the Gulf coast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, uh, you know, so yeah, but he's from Southern Indiana. Uh, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter at all. It's Notre Dame. Okay. Um, and, you know, and, and, and even, even when you're talking about the current setting head coach at Ohio State, it's Ohio State. And, and, and I'm not saying Ohio State versus Ole Miss. I'm saying Ohio State basketball versus Ole Miss basketball, which has been a coaching graveyard, pretty much been a coaching graveyard. Head coaches come here to coach men's basketball and, and they leave into oblivion. Um, How
1: could Ole Miss not be a coaching graveyard?
2: You've got to go outside the box. Yeah, I mean, You've got to build a new box. That's, that's what you have to do. You've got to go, okay, we're ready to make the commitment. We've got the facilities. You've got the TUI practice center. You've got the pavilion. You've got all the bells and whistles. We've got to get a dynamic coach who has proven name recognition. Okay proven name recognition honestly if you look at dusty may and he's got a pretty good team at florida atlantic this year but he's barely over 500 over over a, over a coaching career so you know that concerns me that you're hiring kermit davis 2.0 right there and you've got to get as far away from that mode of thinking as you possibly can old miss needs a hot daddy to coach man's basketball, not an old grandpa. God. From daddy. a recruiting standpoint, from a game management standpoint, that's that's how I see it.
1: Ole Miss needs a daddy, according a to a hot Jones. daddy,
2: man. That, yeah, I I don't know if you've seen the commercial of the, the dad strutting around, I think it's Airbnb or something, uh, in, in the red swim trunks, but but they need that guy to coach man's basketball, a guy that can go out and recruit and excite the fan base, and and sell out the pavilion. That needs to be the goal. I mean, Keith needs to go get a head coach that can sell 8,000 tickets a game at the pavilion.
1: Do we think that the next coach for Ole Miss basketball has been identified by us?
2: According to my guys, my guys, quote, unquote, uh, yeah. It's either going to be Dusty May or Chris Beard, or Penny Hardaway, or any of the other five, depending on who you answer the phone and is on the other end. Literally yesterday, I have a national basketball writer for 247 Sports tell me Ole Miss has never seriously considered Chris Beard or Will Wade. And, you know, Wade with the NCAA issue, I've never really thought that they would and that they will
1: wait tomorrow
2: they have put all their eggs in one basket for dusty may it sounds like an old miss thing to do but then i'm telling you literally 30 minutes later i answer the call and and it's one of my guys quote unquote who tell me that jimmy sexton not only jimmy but but his son work their way into this process. <laughs> and Carter and Boyce are about to get on a plane and fly to Texas to have a set-down one-on-one with Chris Beard. I believe both of these guys.
1: My initial sourcing was pretty adamant that, hey, Ben, no matter what you hear, Chris Beard is going to be under serious consideration for Ole Miss. But then Richard came out so strong, Richard Carlson Super Talk, and said it's not going to happen. And I have great respect for Richard, and it really threw me off.
2: I, I don't think Richard would have said that had somebody at Ole Miss not told him that.
1: But I got other people at Ole Miss saying, oh, Chris Beard's in this, yes.
2: Same here. Same here,
1: 100%. I think Chris Beard is in it. I don't think Will Wade is necessarily in it, but I'm not ruling him out either because I was told from from Jump Street that Chris Beard was going to be in it, and then a lot came out saying, no, 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 that's not going to happen. And Ole Miss fans kind of wring their hands and and cried to the heavens. Oh, God, here we go. You got two accomplished head coaches available to be hired, and you're just going to go hire a good old boy in Dusty May because of the Ole Miss connections. And that's just not what I was getting. And It's been hard to kind of straddle that fence because you, we do a podcast every single day, um, and and yet the information can seemingly change every single day. But I do know that Chris Beard has been vetted what does that mean? I don't know. A lot of guys have been vetted. Hell, Penny was vetted. Uh-oh, said the cuss word. Sorry, person on inside the Rebels. Two Put quarters dollar, in the cuss jar. Yep. Yeah,
0: dollar
2: in the cuss jar.
1: This has the potential to move quickly, like within the next couple of weeks. I think once the SEC tournament is over, Ole Miss pretty quickly should have a head coach hired and done.
2: Do you ever get Josh Hubbard and, and Rashad Marshall back in oh, the no. fold? They're, are no. they gone for good?
1: Yeah, Josh Hubbard, I think, is going to State.
2: Well, no doubt State's been on him. There, there is no doubt. And Marshall's going to have other options as well. But, um, I mean, say Ole Miss hires a Chris Beard, and he gets on the phone or goes sees Hubbard, Marshall, you know, can he keep him? If he I, wants I think him? so. Oh, that's the one thing I've been saying.
1: You know, I think I told it to you. I know I said it to Zach yesterday. It's like whoever your next head coach is, And this is no disrespect to Dusty Mayer, whoever you might be considering from lower levels to maybe take a step up at Ole Miss, the worst job in the SEC historically. But if they walk into Josh Hubbard's uh, den with his parents to try to persuade him to come back to Ole Miss, Rashad Marshall, you pick your guy. He doesn't have the same cachet from who he is and what he's done as a Chris Beard or a Will Wade. Those two guys, just like with Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin, even though they might not get a kid, they immediately get to have a conversation that they wouldn't otherwise have or would really have to fight to get just an audience with the best kind of players because of who he is.
2: Our, our next head coach needs to be able to walk into an arena with, with Bruce Pearl and win a swag contest. He needs, he needs, to, he needs to make Bruce Pearl be the, the junior in that situation.
1: But I don't get why Ole Miss Auburn was not a basketball school. Auburn and Ole Miss historically were pretty much the exact same as far as their fan commitment and what they thought about basketball. And they decided we want to get serious about it. And they hired Bruce Pearl amidst the worst time in his career for Bruce Pearl as far as the NCAA stuff. And they just waited out the show calls. If you're Ole Miss, why would you not take that chance? If you want to be competitive, Auburn is going to the NCAA tournament. Auburn is fun, exciting. And yes, Bruce Pearl has some ugliness in his resume, but Will Wade? Why are you talking to Chris Beer potentially but not really talking to Will Wade? That doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah, first things first, I would, again, encourage you not to forget about that Charles Barkley era at Auburn. Um, they, they have some great basketball tradition. Yes. Okay, But exactly, that's what Ole Miss needs to do. Somebody at Auburn said, you know what, to hell with the torpedoes we're going to take, we're going to bring in a coach that can turn this program around and turn it around quickly. And we're going to give him everything he needs to do so. And as you mentioned, they're a perennial power now. Uh, They're a legitimate SEC contender now. They're going back to the NCAA tournament. If you want that in Oxford and you're willing to do it in Oxford, then you've got to make an outside-the-box hire. An outside-the-box hire means whatever happened with Chris Beard, You've got to be willing to take the torpedoes for, what, five, ten days on that? Because we all know that's what Keith Carter needs to bring into Ole Miss from a basketball coaching standpoint to turn it around. If Chris Beard wins 20 next year and the Rebels are in the NCAA tournament, that's not a storyline anymore.
1: That's what they've done with Bruce Pearl. That's what they've done with Rick Pitino. That's what they do with everybody. They have (laughs) have this – amnesia suddenly like, oh, yeah, he's a great story. He should be winning comeback coach of the year kind of shit. And you're like, wait a second. If you made me guess right now and said you got to put money on one of the candidates that we know is being considered for this job, you have to do it. You have no choice. Uh, The world ends tomorrow for you, Ben Garrett. What is your choice? I'd probably say, man, I guess Chris Beard.
2: I'd probably go with someone else. And, And I'm not going with Dusty May either. Simply because I think Notre Dame wants Dusty May. I think he's going to coach Notre Dame. If he's Just good like enough to coach Notre up, Dame, why is he getting the, oh, we don't want him treatment from Ole Miss? Fans, not. I think anymore. a lot of people look at Dusty May's track record, and there's no denying the season he's having this year. But there's a lot of Kermit Davis in that track record. And I think that's why. It's a
1: new year. And that means setting new goals for yourself and your family. And there's no better time to throw financial goals into the mix. Because the past year has been stressful for lots of people, me included. So why not take this opportunity to reevaluate where you are financially and where you want to be down the road? And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group and wants to help you set your financial goals and work towards a more secure financial future. So give them a call today at 662-296-0186 for a no-cost consultation. That's Thomas Chandler at 662-296-0186 to get started today on your journey to financial health today. And Ole Miss fans, Morgan Wallen is bringing his one-night-at-a-time tour to Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, April 22nd and April 23rd. Tickets for both nights are still available and start at just $78. To purchase, visit MorganWallen.com. That's MorganWallen.com. Code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Whoever's hired, what's the first thing they got to do when they get here?
2: Address Josh Hubbard and Rashad Marshall.
1: I disagree. I think it's, oh, well, we lost them. Let's try to get them back. But we need as many portal players as possible.
2: I think that's the second thing. You also need a future, and the future starts with those two freshmen. Um, I don't think the other two are going anywhere um, that are in this class. I want those two. Yeah, and then the portal. You know, and with the portal, man, you can build a winner right now, immediately, and, you know, you've got to have the right coach to be able to do that. That's the bottom line. If there's a coaching search going on, you're not getting anything out of Keith Carter, period.
1: I wish coaching searches were more like the NFL where you'll see like the official accounts for teams, the Texans, for example, when they were doing another coaching search saying, we just interviewed so-and-so for our head coaching opportunity. They announce it like the teams announce it.
2: If you, if you tell everybody what's going on at the end of the day, there will be a feeling amongst the fan base of what well, we had to settle for this guy. And in college, you always hire your number one guy. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Coach Cornflake at Corn Pop University that gets his job. Keith's going to step to the microphone, and he's going to say, we identified Coach Cornflake early in the process. Based off the success he's had at Corn Pop University, and he was our number one guy the entire time.
1: Do you think there's a number one guy right now for Keith Carter?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Keith, to a student in basketball, to not look, – look, Look, Keith had his wish list a year ago. Does he still have that number one, whoever that was? I don't know. You know, and we haven't asked our, our question. A good question is, you know, we're encouraging Ole Miss to take a look at Chris Beard, obviously. What is Chris Beard's interest in Ole Miss? Is he weighing the options of I'll set out a year and this job might come open or this job might come open? Because he's not hurting for money. I mean, Texas is still paying him.
1: I think he's very interested because he wants to get back in as soon as possible. And it's one of the biggest jobs as far as the platform that there is right now. Now that's definitely going to change. And I think Chris Beard wants to get back in this cycle from everything I've gathered. So if that, if he wants to do that, Ole Miss will be among the options, but what are the options? other options going to be for him? He's going to have options. So that's why if you're Keith Carter or whoever and Chris Beard, you decide, you know what, I'm taking the plunge. We're going to just take on the incoming bullets. We're going to hunker down, get through it, and then have a good basketball coach. You need to be moving now. Might not be there for you next
2: week. How much money is Keith Carter willing to pay the next head basketball coach at Ole Miss?
1: Close to four. The problem is Ole Miss is paying a lot of money out right now.
2: Yeah. You know, Keith, um, I I think he's done a a very good job since becoming athletic director. But, um, you know, he's got another bullet he's got to dodge coming very shortly too because there are going to be other schools that are going to approach Yulet McPhee McEwen. That's going to happen. And uh, for two years in a row, one of the four teams in the SEC to receive a double buy heading into the SEC tournament. Um, And and I think this is a sweet 16 caliber team. She will use the first round loss to South Dakota last year and build off that. And this team knows what to expect now from an NCAA tournament. And uh, if they're in the right bracket, and the last I looked projected as a seven seed up from an eight last week, um, in going to College Park, Maryland. I think with the right path, this is a Sweet 16 team. Don't forget also the championship game run they made in the WNIT two years ago.
1: And if she can do it for that program, because that program, as bad as men's basketball at Old Miss has been, women's basketball has dealt with even less resources, and she has proven that you can win by taking a targeted, focused approach, to the NCAA transfer portal. That's why I'm not worried about Josh Hubbard and Rashad Marshall. You're the one that convinced me of this. You told me, because I didn't know this, that her team, she has one freshman, and that freshman plays a lot. The rest are transfers. That's a formula that can work across all sports. Lane Kiffin does it. He doesn't really play high schoolers. They have to be some kind of special like Quinshawn.
2: And Ben, she is as good of a person as you would ever want to meet. The the Saturday before I went into the hospital on Sunday – with COVID. I spent two hours with her in the bowels of the pavilion while the high school state championship games were going on, um, talking hoops and, and, and interviewing her. And, um, I didn't know I had COVID. Okay. I was feeling horrible. Um, but I exposed her to COVID and, uh, <laughs> she, uh, she she told me, you know, she was really freaked out. This was after I'd gotten well and gotten out of the hospital for several days. Got tested. Everything was negative. She didn't have it. When Yancey started the GoFundMe account while I was in the hospital, Yo was one of the highest donators to that account. That's the kind of person she is.
1: If Coach Yo is the perfect fit and has proven to be the perfect fit, Who is that guy for Ole Miss basketball? We don't know yet, but if you were a handicapper and you had to rank the favorites, Chris Beard?
2: I mean, look, last night I know it was a late tip-off, 8 o'clock game, but do you want more of that in terms of what the crowd was last night? I want to get as far away from that as possible. 8 o'clock on a Tuesday night in Oxford for an SEC game against a top 25 opponent ought to be a hot ticket, and that's the guy I want.
1: So you're buying uh, that Chris Beard's a real option right now?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. I think he is. Even though I've been told by people who are well-connected that, that he's not. But I don't believe that.
1: That's a good way to kick off another spirited round of Trending or Ending. <laughs>
2: That's that's what we're
1: dealing with here, and I'm sick of it. So you say trending Chris Beard as a candidate for Ole Miss. Trending or ending, Will Wade is a candidate for Ole Miss.
2: Ending. I I don't think Wade with the NCAA situation still not resolved. Not fair to Will Wade that the NCAA won't finish this, but um, they're notorious for stuff like that. Uh, Will Wade is not a viable candidate for this job.
1: I would say ending as well, and that that is a shame because the guy wants the job. Trending or ending, Dusty May is a top candidate for Ole Miss basketball.
2: Trending, I believe so. Um, you know, based off what I was told yesterday, and um, but, but I think soon to be ending because I also think he's a top candidate at Notre Dame. And, um, again, you put him in a bucket and all things equal, relatively equal dusty May's going home
1: trending or ending Jackson dart is going to be the starter for the first reps of spring practices.
2: You know, I want to be careful what I say here, but I've got to say ending and, and not that I'm predicting that's going to happen, but come on, man, we got Spencer Sanders and Walker Howard on campus. So it, which way is it trending It's trending towards ending. There's no doubt about it. I'm not saying it is not saying that at all, but you asked me how I thought it was trending.
1: Spencer Sanders' shoulder is a real problem.
2: Glass shoulder, I, you know, I, I've been told, is he still injured? No, not really. But how will that shoulder hold up? There's not a lot of confidence there, Ben. I I, I have been told that.
1: Just like that, up and leave. Very Boom few players it. get that opportunity anymore. Yeah. Once you, like, use your one-year penalty-free transfer, unless you're a grad transfer, it's over. And that's why players like Walker Howard, I was talking about this with my accountant doing my taxes yesterday. Um, Walker Howard, make it make sense why Omus would bring in Walker Howard and Spencer Sanders. Jackson Dart is good. And I'm like, Walker Howard is more valuable right now than even Arch Manning. What? Well, Arch Manning can leave. Walker Howard is the top 100 quarterback in the country, four star, and he's locked into your roster until he graduates. You have multiple years with him. There's real value in that. Omas will not go through next year. What are we going to do for a backup quarterback, a viable backup quarterback, or even high school recruiting? You have Walker Howard now. Marcel Reed happens again. You have Walker Howard. So what? Yeah, it's standing, yeah, and, not as bad.
2: And that's a good point. And if I'm Jackson Dart, Walker Howard is the guy I'm most concerned about. Simply because, okay, let's say Jackson wins the job this year and Spencer Sanders is, has gone off to play somewhere else. Jackson Dart's going to have to win that job next year too with Walker Howard behind him because I don't think Jackson is an NFL draft pick after this fall. You know, Walker Howard, you're right. Walker Howard has staying power.
1: Zach Evans It's kind of off topic, but Zach Evans is not participating in the NFL combine because of another injury trending or ending Zach Evans. It's pretty easy one to pick, I guess, but trending or ending Zach Evans is a top three round pick in the NFL.
2: No, that's ending. That's ending. Um, I, I think even on the top side, Zach was probably going in the fourth round. Uh, he will be drafted, but I think fourth round or below.
1: I still think I third do. round's kind of the perfect sweet spot for him, but you thought even, go, even before the injury.
2: The NFL just, you know, years ago, the NFL quit putting such an emphasis on running backs. Um, and, and, you know, we're out of the Tony Dorsett days of NFL football. Uh, Wilbert Montgomery, all those great running backs. Every team used to have a fantastic, great running back. Otis Anderson, you name them. Um, And that era has gone. There's more premium put on wide receivers now than on running backs. And, um, you know, I I, I personally think it hurts, Zach, not being able to participate in the combine. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, fourth round or below. That's what I'm saying. I still think Tavius Robinson has the biggest upside at the combine. And I think Tavius Robinson could very well be the first rebel off the board in the draft. That
1: is crazy. I love Tavius.
2: It's his height and length, Ben. And you know who loves height and length? The Kansas City Chiefs. They love height and length. And I could see a team like the Chiefs, you know, taking Robinson in maybe the, the third round and freaking everybody out, just like everybody was freaked out when Sam Williams went before Matt Corral last year. Smart decision by the Cowboys, too, by the way.
1: Yeah, they still lost in the playoffs. Trending or ending, Xavier Rivas as this year's Dylan DeLucia. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say trending because I think he's going to start on Friday night. Do I think he's going to be the College World Series MVP? No. But I think Xavier Rivas is going to end up taking over on Fridays for a little while, especially until we figure out what's going on with Hunter Elliott or make a decision yeah. there on Hunter Elliott.
2: Yeah, and that that decision, I wish it would come soon. I mean, you know, not knowing is is probably the most excruciating thing. Um,
1: but I think they do know they just don't have to make the decision now. The recovery time is the same essentially if you made the decision now or in two weeks. But if there's a chance for Hunter Elliott to pitch for you, then you want to, you know, exercise all those options before making that call.
2: Trending or ending, is Lane Kiffin worth the $9 million a year Ole Miss is paying him? Because think about it, if next year's team goes nine and four, you've paid a million dollars of victory.
1: My question, though, is, is that just the going rate for good coaches? In the NFL, everyone's kind of laughing at it, like, Dak makes $40 million a year, and they're already talking contract extension. We all know the issues with Dak, especially in the playoffs. But they're going to have to extend them because that's just the going rate for quarterbacks. And then half the league's trying to find a quarterback. Half of competent teams in college football are trying to find Elaine Kiffin. So even if he's not giving you $9 million worth of wins, because you might think that $9 million should get you an SEC championship appearance and championship game appearance, which Ole Miss has never been in, That's not necessarily true because the market just is the market. It's just what is 9 million today will be 13 million tomorrow.
2: Ole Miss has never been to an SEC championship game in football. Is that trending or is it ending? Trending.
1: Only because, from a consistent year to year basis, Ole Miss has never been this close to where you see the path that goes, okay, they started 7 0. If they can do this and this and this, they're in. I mean, we were talking about that last year. With LSU, going to the LSU game. Whoever yeah, wins did. this game, we said, is going to be in the driver's seat for the SEC championship game.
2: They did start seven and zero, but their most impressive victory in that seven and zero start ended up being the season opener over Troy, twenty eight to ten.
1: I know, but I will say, old days, even beating beating Troy. Like I remember the three to nothing win over Memphis. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Trending or ending. Ole Miss basketball is nearing a higher of its next head coach.
2: Yeah, yeah, trending. Trending. That's um that that's gonna happen very soon. Trending or ending. David's cussing days are over. It's ending. Wow. It's not trending.
1: He's David Johnson. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben at Rebels247.
2: <laughs> if
1: you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review, talk of champions, on iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. Doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. I write for the Oldman Spirit at OldmanSpirit.com affiliate of on one three. David writes for Inside the Rebels affiliate of
0: 247. Thank you, man. We'll do it again. Hotty Toddy, everybody. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.